So here we are back again. Hi, Reese. How you doing? I'm all good. How are you, dude? Yeah, yeah good. good. Thanks, mate. Not too bad. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, it feels. I think it's been over a month. No, it hasn't. Maybe three weeks. I think this is this is the third week. Yeah, I, we've missed two. <laughs> um, it's still not ideal. I get that. It's, it's weird schedules at the minute. We did, mm. like you. You were away. I was away. We're back. Um, where should we start? What episode are we on? I think it's number four. Number four. I want to say it's number four, yeah. Poor, isn't it? <laughs> we're, just, we're just not getting them in. I wonder if we could dial in the, the audience. I, I, think, I think you can do phones on, on the, uh, on on the, the road. Mixer. Yeah, yeah. I think, me, I think me and Dom did it a long time ago, yeah. When I had COVID and I couldn't come in for it, so he rang me. Oh, yeah, and we did when Piercy was outside the <laughs> glass booth, didn't we? He rang in on his mobile. Um, how you been? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing, really. Just been... I mean, I had a week off, went to... I became a 16-year-old kid and went to Alton Towers for the day. What's that? Tell me what that's like now as an adult. Well, we, I think the bonus of being an adult is you can go whenever you want. And when we went, it was dead. Apart from the odd school trip. I mean, what, what school lets kids go to Alton Towers after two weeks of the term is beyond me. Well, that is, what a school to be. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Right, everybody back. I uh, hope you enjoyed your holidays. Get on the bus, we're off to Alton Towers. <laughs> Incredible scenes. Uh, yeah, the, the amount of schools that were there was, was crazy. But we got on all the rides, been on everything. Did we you were fast done. track it, or did you just no, just no, just just general queues. We, the longest queue we stood in was twenty minutes, and we were we were done all the rides by two o'clock. Never. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It's like oh, I've got, I, I want to go to Fort Park next, so I'll, I'll book a, a day like a Thursday off and go <laughs> go to Fort Park for the day. Was um, Nemesis shut when you went? No, I did get to go on Nemesis before they closed it, so I'm, I'm glad I got that in because that's actually my favourite. I love Nemesis. Because isn't that shut now for like... It's like a year. Yeah. Shuts, shuts at the end. I think it's at the end of this month for a year, yeah. I've not been forever. I quite fancy it, but it's the thought of screaming kids everywhere <laughs> is enough to, <laughs> yeah, that's, to drive that's, you mad. Yeah, that's that's what I, I, I had a T-shirt on that had some print on the back, so it was like something like... I can't remember what it was. I think it's like Never Waste Talent or something like that, and I had these... Group of fourteen-year-old kids take the piss out of my t-shirt behind me, and I was like, oh "My God!" I was like, "Don't, don't bite! I'm not going to bite." They're fourteen years old. I walked past my girlfriend, just looking at me, and I was just like, oh, "I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything." They laughed again, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" I'm getting ripped by the kid who still has his trackies bought by his mum, and then I ran. I was like, "Run! Time to run!" <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that, you put me off even more going to uh, Tolton Towers. I, I I just fancy going on a big ride again. Mm. Have you ever been to the one in Blackpool, the big, oh, the, the big the, one? Yeah, I know which one you mean. Yeah, yeah, I have been to the one. Yeah, yeah. Oof. There's always a bit of jeopardy in Blackpool. Mm. Like you don't know if they're safe or not. So <laughs> it could be a last ride. Um, do you do anything else in your week off, or are you um, pretty pretty uh, boring? It was it was all right. Yeah, we just had a couple of quiet days, and then we ended up in Nottingham. So Charlotte's brother lives in Nottingham. He's a uni student. So I became an eighteen year old and went out for freshers. Oh, how was that? Oh, that was uh, better than Alton Towers. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I said I went to Rock City. You know, I, I, I'm a big fan of Rock City in Nottingham. They the music is great. Um, but since I've gone, so when I was going at eighteen, when because we Did you had, go to uni at Nottingham. Then? No, no, I went I went to Worcester. But one of my housemates was from Chesterfield. And so she used to do her birthday nights out because she was like a, a born in August. So her birthday nights out were in Nottingham. So like, we'll just meet in Nottingham. It's the middle point. This and yeah. the other. It's like, yep, yeah, fine, fair enough. So we used to go out to Rock City. When I used to go, the main room used to be indie music. It was a good mix. It was chart stuff. It was indie. It was great. I walked in there 
the other week and on a Thursday evening, their definition of indie music was mixing Cardi B with We Will Rock You by Queen. Oh my God. And it, it was like, I can't stand in this room. That, that's that's too much of a mix. You can't put them together. That don't work. Oh dear. What happened to a bit of Oasis, a bit of Ocean <laughs> Colour Scene, a bit of James. <laughs> oh, sit down. <laughs> I mean, that's what you want. See, that's what you want. See, that that is exactly what you want. But I had to. The indie room was now in the little room, and it was a silent disco. So here's me singing "17 Going Under" off, you know, the top of top of my lungs, completely forgetting I've got a pair of headphones. So my missus has got a video on her phone of me absolutely belting out Sam Fender at the top of my lungs, with completely forgetting it's just a pair of headphones. Oh my god! <laughs> well, sounds like you had a good a good week <laughs> off, mate. Um, and now we'll dive straight into sports, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, I know we always start with football. Yeah. But we've got to start with uh, the boxing. Oh, right? I think you've got to, haven't you? So two angles to the boxing. AJ Fury, we'll go through that one first, mm-hmm. and we'll get straight into Conor Ben mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Is Tyson Fury now becoming a bit of a mouthpiece and a complete bellend? It, it, it's not looking great. Like... Don't get me wrong. I can see it from one angle that he's passionate. He wants to do it. He's willing to do it. You've got to call them out of the ones who are dragging their heels. Fair enough. But at the same time, why? Why go? I don't. It's a bit of an entertainment thing. Like I'm going to take the piss out of him because people are going to like it and retweet it. Not more of I'm doing it because I want this fight. It doesn't look great. I. I I think like some of the, some of the videos he's put on socials. I mean, some of them make me laugh. Like they genuinely catch me off guard and make me laugh. But the last one was a little bit. It was like, mate, it's, it, it's very obviously not happening. He's a bit cringe now for me. Yeah, and he's just turned into um, all a bit predictable, isn't it? Ah, mm. uh, you're going to call AJ. You're going to call him a dosser. <laughs> then you're not going to do the fight. Like expect him to turn it. I I don't know. I think the public are starting to get a bit bored of yeah. the whole same charade. Mm. I think I think if if he'd stayed retired, I think that would have been it. Like people would have gone, yeah, he it, it was a good level. But then he's like, I'm coming back. You always knew he was going to come back, yeah, because they dangle that Joshua carrot. He's like, yeah, I've got to come back. But yeah, this time around, it doesn't feel like the same. Like all the stuff with Wilder was legendary. Like yeah. that stuff was brilliant. Like everything that he did up to the build up of that was brilliant. This time around. I think because Joshua was quite a likable figure in this country anyway, it does seem a bit more cringy. I'm not saying I'm a big fan of Joshua, but I'm saying more of the fact that to to the to the neutral boxing fan, we're going, well, Joshua's all right, Fury's all right. It just seems a bit annoying to see two likable blokes just clashing heads like the way they are. Yeah, and then to end up with what looks like Fury versus Chisora 3. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ideal. Well, it's just boring, it isn't is it? It is boring as hell. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know I, who I, would want to just, see that fight. Just like, stay retired. Yeah, or, or go and fight somebody interesting at least, but like Usyk or whatever. Mm. But nah. I think I, the Usyk fight, I, I'd be delighted to see that. That's what you'd want to see. You don't want to see, no offence to Derek Shura, but you don't want to see that again. It's like, it's like I mean, Wilder 3 was, was a push. Like, you didn't want to see that happened. again. Nah, it shouldn't have happened. I remember sitting in here saying, does anybody want a pay-per-view that? And everyone's like, no. no. I just checked the result in the morning, which is exactly what I did. Yeah. Um, now let's get on to Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. Obviously, huge history between the two fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Matchroom Sport announcing yesterday that um, the fight would be off. Uh, the day before the drugs test, and we'll we'll tread pretty carefully here and 
Um, you know, we know there's been a positive A sample for the female um, fertility drug, which I can't pronounce, but um, <laughs> allegedly it's been known about for a long mm-hmm. time. Allegedly people still were happy to get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Boxing's on a tightrope, isn't it, of a tragedy uh, happening? Uh, you know. there, is, there, is, there is something going to happen. I don't know when, I don't know how, but especially in the professional sphere, something is going to happen. That the, the board are just not going to be able to bring it back. It says a lot that YouTube boxers have had to literally drag pay-per-view back up. Yeah. Like that, um, the KSI fight where he fought twice in one night was apparently one of the most pay-per-viewed events in boxing ever. Well, it's a joke, Which isn't is, it? It's insane. The fact that you've got Deji fighting Floyd Mayweather, I mean... <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just I, funny. I I I gotta say, like de- the whole thing, you know, Mayweather's only doing it for the money, but like this whole Deji thing, like I mean, I could understand the Logan Paul fight from a perspective because Logan Paul is easily one of the best marketers on the planet. Full stop. Yeah, you could see how that fight would happen. Like Logan Paul is a very well known name to to most people that at least go on like TikTok or Twitter or anything like that. He, he's a no name. Deji, everybody's like, you, you say Deji to a lot of other people. I wouldn't know who he oh, is. I, I didn't even know what, what that was. I, I know that De- it's just basically, it's KSI's brother. That is Correct, it. Yeah. It's just literally KSI's brother. That's all he's been. I mean, I've been watching KSI for like 10 years anyway. He's always just been KSI's brother. Not getting wrong. His last fight, he looked phenomenal, but it was against another YouTuber. So just going back to the, the Ben Eubank. So fight gets called off rightly. So, mm-hmm. you know, apparently the drug that they found is used to sort of bring you your your testosterone levels back to normal after mm-hmm. you've finished a course of doping. So it's it, you know, and it can't just be in your somebody put it in your cornflakes unless you put it in your cornflakes. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, firstly Connor Ben at this point's let himself down, hasn't he? He's really let himself down. I, I, I think, as you said earlier before we came in, that he's, it's going to taint his dad's legacy as well. Like Nigel Ben was known as as a bit of a warrior. Yeah. I mean, my, my dad's a big boxing fan. He's met Nigel Ben, so he, he's a very like this. The, Nigel Ben now he's a very um, religious, religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, big, reli- you know, into his religion, and it's it's a complete opposite of what you'd expect, I, and. You know, Chris Eubank Jr. misses out on a huge payday, mm-hmm. as do all the undercard. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, it's just really unsavoury, isn't it? Yeah, it's its not great. It, it's, it, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Like, you look at, I mean, as you said, boxing's already in a state as it is, and then you've got this coming out on top of it, and it makes it even worse, and it, it, it's not great. It, it's not its not good to look at, and especially with that, that interview that we saw um yeah, I mean, look, everybody's dragging up the old interviews now where Eddie Hearn, you know, was calling for the fight to be put on, but in a previous interview 10 years ago had said, you know, Father finds you guilty, how can the boxing, the British Boxing Board of Control sanction it? It's a joke. Well, that's exactly what they were about to do. And then you've got, um, you know, Conor Ben saying about the, uh, the fight with AJ and uh, Miller that, you know, Miller's crazy to blow the biggest night of his life for mm-hmm. taking the pad. And, and now, you, you you know, it's just grim and... Um, I'm just glad, you know, at low six, we, we know about boxing tragedy here mm-hmm. with what happened to Dom. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad they didn't get in the ring and something happened. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd, I'd be I'd, reversed I'd, because, you know, it's a dangerous sport. People risk their lives. And, and to go in there having been on the juice, allegedly, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not a good, it's, it's not a good place to be, is it? No, 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 it's definitely not. Well, we move on. And now we move on to something a little bit brighter. <laughs> uh, well, brighter for Arsenal. 
uh, not so bright for Tottenham. Uh, back to last weekend. Let me talk through. Well, North London derby. <laughs> the city is red. Yeah, it, it, uh, Arsenal looked fantastic this year. I, I just Arteta's just unlocked something in that team. I think the the signing of Jesus has been a complete turnaround. I got that game completely wrong. I thought Tottenham would have something. Well, you backed Tottenham to win the league. I still back Tottenham to win the league. Yeah, I'm not going to cash it out. I'm going to. I'm going to let it ride because I, I. But you do watch Man City every week. I then. do watch Man City every. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still. I, I, yeah, Tottenham. There's something about it. I just think there's a there's a, there's a little bit of a laugh. I think the Champions League, believe it or not, is actually killing them more than you know making it a bit more exciting for them. That draw against Frankfurt was absolutely dire. They had chances to win the game and they just didn't. But yeah, Arsenal look at I think Arsenal not playing in the Champions League could actually make have actually help them have more of a chance of actually getting close to City and winning the league. I think Tottenham being in Champions League at the moment is not helping them. I think if, if they go out, if they go if they finish third in the group, if they do finish third in the group, it's absolutely dire. But you look at that Arsenal lineup now. Jesus, mm-hmm. Saka, mm-hmm. Party, Odegaard, Granite Xhaka. He's just, yeah, he's reformed. a completely different player now, yeah. Loved by the fans mm-hmm. from having a very, very, um, you know, I suppose full at a time full of turmoil before, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. loved. Uh, Martinelli's looking the real deal now, yep, Brazilian yep. international. Then you go into the back four and, you know, I never thought I'd see Ben White as a right back. I always thought he was a culture centre-half, but mm-hmm. playing it well. Uh, Zinchenko... Uh, Saliba, Ramo, and goal—you know—is that a champion winning championship winning well, first I, eleven? Well, I mean, it, we've seen weaker teams win it. Uh, Leicester, Leicester, Leicester being the main one. Like half of, half the team that they had was were, were in the championship or even as low as League One. I mean, Wes Morgan was their captain for quite a long time, and he was there when they when they were in League One. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely weaker teams that have won it, and. Sometimes that's all it takes. If you've got the team that are gelling and, and playing well, it doesn't take a team of superstars to go and cause, you know, go and go and get some success. I've, Arsenal just look great. I, I think there's some really underrated players in their squad. Tommy Ashu, when he gets on the pitch, is is Mr. Consistent, seven out of ten every week, puts on a solid show. I feel he's massively underrated in that team. Ramsdale's just completely unlocked a new level since he's gone to Arsenal. I mean, I've always thought he... I liked him at, at Bournemouth. I wasn't so sure about Sheffield United, but when he went to Arsenal and there was question marks, it only took him a couple of weeks to completely overturn the verdict, and he was superb. Some of the signings they've made are brilliant. I think there's some really, really good signings they've made in, in recent weeks, uh, oh. in recent months. So I think... A, there are teams to watch out for, definitely. All I would say is, uh, I look through the starting eleven, and I think that could be—it's a challenger. It challenges the top, but I think when you get into that bench, sub keeper Matt Turner, you know, and you start to go Rob Holding, mm-hmm. um, Tierney, I think is okay. Um, then you've got Young Vieira and Ketier. I think bound to be unhappy having mm-hmm. renewed his contract but not getting games yeah you know the, the depth isn't there when i compare that well when you i mean you know who i'm going to compare <laughs> it to but you know when you get into the sort of man united uh, sorry the man cities of this world and we'll come on to man city versus man united in, in a minute but if you look at their bench from the weekend and you go okay um ruben diaz laporte uh cole palmer i think looks a really exciting young yeah player. No, yeah I uh, mares alvarez it, it's different gravy it's it's actually crazy that, and it's something I mentioned on on the other podcast earlier in the week that Harland Reese has his own podcast. <laughs> <everybody>. Just <laughs> dropping it in. Um, 
if Haaland gets injured, because we know his injury record is not great. He, I think he's missed 15 competitive games in each of the last two seasons. If he does take a knock and he's out for four weeks, Alvarez can step straight in. He looks good. Like I'm not, He's not at the level that Haaland is. He's not going to bang a hat-trick every game. But with the delivery and the, the standard of passing that you'll get from that Man City side, he'll easily score a goal or two when, he, when he's in. So it, it's just something like that alone. Like If Haaland goes, they've got a guy that... He'll probably get to about seventy percent of the performance level. He won't get to the the like you know. He won't be Harlan where he score with every touch of the ball. But they're talking about talking about Harlan quickly. Um, they're talking about Dixie Dean's record of sixty five mm-hmm. goals being his target in a single season. Yeah, and that was done in the sixties, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I've, when a pig's bladder was yeah. sewn together, <laughs> and I mean, this this we, we've got to come back to Harlan. The kids are freaks. Yeah, he's. I, I, when, when I look back at it, I, I still haven't put him in my FPL. I never thought you were that keen on him. I wasn't at first. I thought it would take... I, I mean, I, 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 said, I said at the beginning, I'm, happily, I'm happy to be proved wrong, but I wasn't been. To, I've been completely proved wrong. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm quite, you know... I, I thought Gabriel Jesus was the better signing at the beginning of the year for, for Arsenal because he suited the Arsenal style of play. But they've both been fabulous. But they've both been they? great, but Haaland has been next level. And yeah, I'm I'm happy to swallow my words. He's been absolutely phenomenal, and it and, just, and people were sort of saying who's gonna who's gonna win the battle, Nunes or Haaland? So <laughs> Liverpool with Nunes. I mean, it's not a battle, is it? No, it's there's there's no. I mean, if it if it was if it was a fight, it was done in the first round. Like hundred percent. Nunes just. I think it was one of them where he's come from. He's come from the Portuguese league. He played well in the Champions League. Like he, that's where I knew him from. He was, I think, he scored six goals in ten Champions League games last year. So he's like, he's going to pop up on people's radars. That, yeah, he hasn't settled. I, I think, I still think to this day that Liverpool letting Mane go was the biggest mistake of the transfer window. I'm going to come back to Mane and his stats this year for uh, Bayern Munich mm-hmm. in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Spurs, uh, once they got the red card, it was. Done. Yeah, it was done. The worst thing about it is I actually had him in my ultimate fan team as well, Emerson Royale. He did my head in that game. He was terrible. The best thing to come out of that game? Kane's penalty. Yeah, it was a great penalty. Very, very cool. It was, it, it, yeah. I mean, look, if, if we're needing someone to bang a penalty, fifth penalty, penalty shootout for England, you know he's the guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite content with him putting penalties away like that. Um, next one we'll, we'll skip past pretty quickly but Bournemouth-Brentford both take a point don't they I mean Bournemouth need to win home games nil-nil um, mm-hmm. kind of boring it, it's, it's definitely got nil-nil written all over it yeah well, I mean it finished nil-nil and, and I was just looking down there and it was a drab affair um, but Gary O'Neill's doing a good job isn't he down I don't there? think Certainly he's done enough. a bad job at all to be fair to him yeah like to, to go in at a 2-0 down at half-time and get your team back out to win 3-2, yes, it was against Nottingham Forest, but still, to get the players motivated to go out and do that, and away from home, that goes down really well. Well, And, and it's that sort of mid-table, 13th in a mm. table with nine points. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd rather be in their position than Forest, wouldn't you? Yeah, um, they're, they're or, not in trouble at all. Yeah. No, uh, and it's an interesting place, the bottom of that league, mm. when you look mm. at it. You'd think Leicester might get out of it. You'd think Wolves have certainly got enough for me, watching them at West Ham at the weekend. I think they're a mm-hmm. good side. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're in trouble. Palace will get out of it. Southampton get out of it. Suddenly you're up to the West Ham, Villas, Bournemouth and Leeds. Yeah. I There's something about Crystal Palace this year that's just 
not sitting right with me. I, I'm not sure they. They have Let's talk about them. They they played um, Chelsea, mm-hmm. and anybody that didn't have Conor Gallagher on their f- score any time, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a week. <laughs> I mean, sure as death and taxes, mm-hmm. player goes back to club which he was amazing at on loan and, and scores. scores and yeah. doesn't celebrate. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's roll up always, Conor Gallagher. Yeah, it's always the way. It's always the way. And you walk out the ground, don't you? Every time you're like. Why didn't I back that? Yeah, because at least it would ease the blow. <laughs> but it was a great goal, wasn't it? It was a great goal. It was so well taken. Um, the, it, the dip at that last mm, second was beautiful. Mm-hmm. He, he, so, yeah, it was a superb goal. But so, what don't you like about Palace? Their def- the defense this year is all over the shop. They've kept they've kept one clean sheet in seven. They're leaking goals. I mean, not as bad as other teams, but they they, they seem to be just just seem to not be able to keep the clean sheet and i think that's a problem in the premier league you can you could probably you could probably defend if if you the way you got to look at it is if you concede a goal a game it's all right because most time you'll you'll probably be okay but if you concede 38 goals in a season you're going to stay up but the way that palace are playing i, I feel like if they could if because it, it's suddenly the, the stat changes you can see two goals a game, you're going down. And I just, yeah, at the moment, just Palace are just, they've got the attack. They've got they've got Zaha, who's solid. They've got Eze, who's an absolute baller. The defence just don't sit right. Yeah, well, they, they missed that. Um, the big centre-half, uh, the, the kid that bullied. Oh, Anderson. You Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, he was yeah. out this weekend. Um, yeah, back four, back five, not having it. You know, Guardietta and goal, uh, Nathaniel Klein, Joel Ward, uh, Tyreek Mitchell, it, it's not, you know, it's not recognised. No, you, sort of it's, it's when you yeah. look on the bench and you've got the likes of, um, uh, I don't know, Jeffrey Schlupp's on the bench, mm-hmm. you've got the likes of Will Hughes, you know, veteran Premier League players. Mm-hmm. Seems, I, I don't know, they certainly aren't setting the world on fire. I do like that Eze though. Mm-hmm. A, I, I like that Eze. He's Eze. a good player, he, great vision. He's, he's unfortunate not to have had more contributions than he has because he's been all over the park, so... The first sort of proper introduction to the Graham Potter era at Chelsea, mm-hmm. uh, I think, in the league. Mm-hmm. We've got Asbilicueta. Sorry. Um, no, we didn't play Asbilicueta. It's interesting. Uh, did he, has he left the Barca in the end? No, no, I think he's still, 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 there. still there. Still there, yeah. Um, yeah, looking across the, the Kai Havertz, who had a great game for Germany in, mm-hmm. in midweek. Mm-hmm. Mason Mount, uh, Abamyang scores. Abamyang looks, yeah, he, he looks settled now. I, good I think header as well. Uh, yeah, it was a good header. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he's settled. I think he's one of those players that you you look at, and while he gets absolutely slagged off by Arsenal fans, yes, it wasn't a good way to end things. He is a player that if he gets the starts and plays, he will find the net. It was natural finishing. Like he, he sort mm. of bought it down. He, he won a challenge before a header goes into the box, chests it down, mm-hmm. turns, swivels, and bang, mm-hmm. like poachers type goal, but yeah. with a bit of class. But what do you make of that new lineup they've got? So the stat four, the two that sit deep, then the two wide men mm-hmm. and then the two up top. Sterling playing more as a sort of false nine, mm-hmm. Potter style. It, it does seem like a part of star team, but it seems to be working. So, I mean, obviously, the first game he was in, I don't think he had enough time to get what he wanted out of them. So they drew with Salzburg. It was a bit disappointing, but it wasn't a loss, so it's not the end of the world. But the next two games they played, 
they they made AC Milan look bang average in the week, and, and AC Milan are a pretty good. T- I think they've just, they won the title last year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it's made, they've made you know the, the Serie A champions look bang average. They're just they're um, rebuilding the San Siro, aren't they? Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they. I don't know if they're knocking it down or, um, but I know they've just passed the the um, passed the law. Yeah, to, to I, I think I think they are knocking it down. Yeah. Um, crazy. What do you think about Newcastle? Four-one at Fulham. Mm-hmm. Um, look good again. Mm-hmm. Red card, early red card uh, to Chilaba changed the complexion. It did of that completely game. change the game. Um, Newcastle look like they're a, a workman-like mm-hmm. side to me. They're, they're going to do absolutely fine. Knock on a top seven, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any more than top sort of seven finish aspirations there? Or I think obviously they'd want to push higher, but the standard of play that they've got, they've made some good signings like Gimenez last year is solid. He'll be he'll be a future star. Like that, yeah, Miguel um, Almiron. Yeah, yeah, I had him in my team this week. He was he looks got lots of points for people. Yeah. In Albert, yeah. <laughs> he he looks solid. There's players in there that are great, but there's also players that you look at and go Sean Longstaff. <laughs> <laughs> there's some players you look at it and go they would be in the top four team I love Dan Byrne he's a workhorse he works hard but he's not someone I would associate with a top four defence no he's no. and Jacob Murphy yeah uh, there's, just, there's still I think it's one of them like when Man City got bought over it took about five years to get a transition of players in and out, get the ones they didn't want in, get the ones they wanted in before it became a winning team. And Newcastle are about, they're obviously about a year into that. So if you, I think the aspirations at the moment is to just build a team that is consistent with maybe the top half finish and then eventually, no, maybe two years' time ago, okay, let's push for top six. And then after that, let's push for top four in the league. I think it's one of them. It's, it's, a, it's a long... A working progress. Yeah, yeah. Um, again... Both these teams, we know, going to be fine. Fulham, you a fan of Fulham, or, or? I, I did enjoy, I did like it at the beginning of the year, but it just shows how much that team relies on Mitrovic. When obviously he came off quite early, and there's a lot of worry about him being out. But the sounds of it, he might get away with only missing one week, which would be. Um, a quick return, especially with with his ankle injury, um, doesn't look like a footballer ever to me. Mitrovic, no, he looks like someone you'd you'd see in a UFC ring, but, yeah. but not 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 playing up front in the Premier League. Um, yeah, but and yeah. Um, but you think they'll survive? I think they'll be all right. I think there are worse teams in the league this year than Fulham. Uh, that Pelinia they've got in the middle, I absolutely adore him. He's so good. He's so yeah. good. He he clears up. He clears up everything. Wins the challenge. Gets the ball forward. Even as a go at goal for a defensive midfielder, like that's that's quite nice to see on the odd occasion. They're not scared to have a go, and I, yeah. I quite like that about him. Moving on to what was probably the game of the day last weekend. Um, over on Merseyside, we've got Liverpool versus Brighton, and mm-hmm. I think probably some Liverpool fans this season showing their discontent at the minute, and right. not not necessarily loving life, like you say, since Mane left. Um, you have sometimes have to sit back and say, you know, somebody's had a great day and Trossard was that player at the mm-hmm. weekend and the, the all good goals and Brighton still sort of carrying on the Potter post Potter I, I think that was the way with it. Like when you lose a manager, it goes one way or the other. So for some reason, I just jumped on the assumption that they were going to get absolutely smashed. And they've gone and done the complete opposite. Like it wouldn't have been close. It was either they were going to lose 5-0 or they were going to walk away with something, and they they have this occasion. Trussard looked a looked a world beater against Liverpool, 
Good um, finish as well. It was it? a great finish. That third goal was 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 somewhat special, but I think Liverpool just first of all, if you've got the fans already on the back, they're already saying drop you know, drop Robertson, who's been solid for them for so many years and he's just not fully ready yet. Like it, it just doesn't look like he's hit the mark this year. But it's one of them where, well, he's been so good for so long. Why would you consider dropping him now? Like because they're all calling for Tamiscus to start. The defence just doesn't look the same that it has. It looks like Van Dyke's regressed over the summer. There's certain players like... When, when Joel, Matip, Joel Matip looks the best member of the defence, there's something wrong. I'm not saying <laughs> Matip's great. I, I think he's a good addition to Liverpool. Well, when you look at the players that he's got around him and you're saying he's the best defender in the team, there's a problem. Mane just... The loss of Mane just seems you're to... You're obsessed with the Mane thing, I think you? I think it's the reason why they're not going to get top four this year. I think... Ma- when you, you look at that lineup, they've got... They've got Salah, who's, no, no offence to Greedy, will take the chances. They've got Nunes, who will take the chances. And Unproven. Then they, and then they had Yatta, who will take the chances. Mane wasn't always that. He was that balance. He used to pass the ball. He used to look up. If there was a better option to pass the ball across the box to get the goal, he'd do it. Even He wouldn't shoot. The, the balance has gone. And that's why that Liverpool front three has just completely crumbled. Yeah. Don't disagree, really. It's sat languishing in ninth at the moment. And... Uh, you know, they've, they've drawn too many games already to win the league for me. I think they've drawn too many games, yeah. Yeah. Um, Southampton versus Everton. Everton's first away win for mm-hmm. a, quite some time. Notable mm-hmm. that the fans were singing Super Frankie Lampard at the yeah. end. Um, yeah. Sounds like now he's starting to be taken in a little bit more by mm-hmm. the Everton fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would hesitate to say he's doing a good job there, but... Um, he steadied the, the somewhat shaky stick, uh, ship and are now sat in the middle of uh, mid-table, mm-hmm. banging 11th. Yeah. Uh, any any sort of thoughts on, on Everton or, or Lampard? I think they'll be all right. I don't think there's... I mean, I don't think it'll be as bad as last year. It seems like one of them where he just seems to have sorted it, got the, got got some players in that he needs. I think like bringing in more pay was not a bad thing. Um, there's certain players in that team that... That looked like a good sign. Before he got injured, Patterson looked a good fit. They'd signed him from the Scottish League. He looked good. Was he the Rangers kid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's he looked one, yeah. really good. Um, uh, the, the little fullback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he looked very, yeah. uh, very special. He's just really unlucky. He got injured during international duty, so he's out well, for a couple of weeks. And they hang on to Gordon, didn't they? Yeah, despite the, yeah. the Chelsea offer. Which and it, it's now like everybody in the summer was like, well, why the hell are they offering that kind of money? And now we're starting to see glimpses of it. Not fully there yet. But we're seeing glimpses of, okay, that's why they wanted him. Because he's now starting to look a bit more developed, a little bit more settled. And then obviously you've got Calvert-Lewin coming back at some point. And even if he goes in the team, they'll suddenly be banging goals left, right and centre. Dimmy Gray, I've been a massive admirer for him yeah, for a long time. Long time. Um, he's he's a talent. And then obviously Andros Townsend's a workhorse when he comes back as well. He's just suffering with injuries as well. That team looks solid now. And you, you wouldn't think they'd finish any lower than 10th, so... Maybe Lampard just needed a bit of time to to settle, gel, get the team back together, round again, and go again. So, well, no, no, um, no sort of coincidence that uh, uh, that that Deli Ali's left for Turkey, and suddenly <laughs> results start to improve as well. I think it's um, become become a bit of a, a running gag, hasn't it? And mm-hmm. I'll tell you who I was chatting to an Everton fan the other day, and and who's had a miraculous turnaround in form and actually popularity over at Goodison Park is Alex Awobi. Uh, to be fair, from from what I've seen, I, I've not watched Everton much, but he seems like he, he's he's got a bit of pace behind him. He takes the ball forward. It just seems like he has a bit of a reverse of form. Actually, I'm going to talk about Jordan Pickford as well. 
because he looks ridiculous. When when he's fit, he's not fit at the moment, but he looks ridiculous at the moment. England's number in. one. I think he's getting back into that bracket quite. Well. I mean, you watch Nick Pope against Germany. I would oh, not want stop. him. In, I, I would not want him in goal again after that. No, he looks too nice to yeah, me. Yeah. Pickford's a bit of a shit house, mm. isn't he? That, I think that's sometimes what you need. You need someone who's. I mean, like, he's only obviously he's always going to go. Well, he's too small. His hands are his long. His arms aren't long enough. But these are excuses that fans are making up, not the player himself. Um, and then going down into sort of the the yam yam territory, West Brom, <laughs> um, sort of Wolves, uh, Black Country area. We will talk about Wolves and and they lost them um, against West Ham at the weekend, two mm-hmm. nil. Now, people keep saying to me they're in trouble, Wolves. But I watch the football they play, the brand of football they play, mm-hmm. and it's pretty special. They yeah, sat they, the manager, yeah. Liège, um, at the weekend. Mm-hmm. They're too good to go down. I, there, I said it. Yeah, there's some talent in that squad, without doubt. They've had some real unlucky... The forwards, at the moment, the injury crisis they have with the forwards is insane because they get one back, they lose another, then they get another one in and lose another. All the signings that they have been making have been getting hurt in one way or another. But, but when you've got, like, Ruben Neves at centre-half... Yeah, that, that that's... And you've got Connor Cody playing at Everton on loan. They made some really silly transfers. They let then Dunker go, which was stupid. To Villa, was cause, it? Yeah, because he could have easily played centre-back. They've let Cody go, who could have easily played centre-back. They let Bali go, who could easily play centre-back. It's these silly signings that they've let go. They're not brought back in replacements. Yeah, I think the, the one positive was a, a completely baby-oiled up. Adam Adama <laughs> Traore came on. I mean, when you're sat with somebody who says, what's that on his arms? Like, yeah, it, he, it, is, it, it, he goes to town on the stuff, doesn't it, it, he? He loves it, absolutely loves it. Like, I mean, I, I could understand a bit of a, a bit of Vaseline or something, like you know, slip through. But yeah, it was, it was that shiny. It was noticeable. It was like, weird, yeah. wasn't it? Um, great sort of for um, Schumacher to or Skamaka, I should say, mm-hmm. to open his account. Really nice finish. Mm-hmm. Um, looks a prospect. Yeah, I think it's someone. The thing is, only twenty three years old, so he's one of these players that you've got Antonio is aging. You've got to find that balance of in, of introducing Skamaka more into the team and then taking out taking out Antonio because Antonio's aging. He's not. He's had a couple of good seasons, but he, he's not the player. Just that he never was. never scores the goals no. that you need. Um, we move on to the Man United Man City derby, and <laughs> it was a strange game, really. It, it I mean, was odd. Two hat tricks: Phil mm-hmm. Foden, Erling Haaland, um, and it, there was really good Guy Mowbray commentary where. They sort of said, Alex Ferguson said, will Man City ever go into a Manchester derby as favourites? And Ferguson said, not in my lifetime. Guy Mowbray said, but now it's every time. Mm-hmm. you know. And, it, and, mm-hmm. the, and it, the point of that is the gulf between those two sides now it's consistently is growing. probably years apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think with, with Ten Hag, it, it, it is a patience project. I think there are they have been playing they haven't been playing terrible well, they've been getting results and they're a lot higher than and a lot I mean apart from the Brentford game which was a major major blip I feel they haven't been doing too bad they got away with murder last night against um, the, the Cypriot side they play they should they shouldn't have gone behind do you not find it weird how disrespectful he is to Ronaldo <laughs> it, it I want to say yes I want to say no the he one twenty two goals in the Premier League last mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. and he can't get in this Man United. He can't squad. get in the team. He's looking for goals. I think the one thing with Ten Hag, and that's one thing he's made very, very clear in his management, is that 
no player is bigger than the team. He's always been that way. I, I know Ronaldo is a superstar. He's a, a phenomenal player and he can't get in that team. It is weird that you've got a guy that's earning half a million quid sitting on the bench uh, a week. But but not just that, like a certified out-and-out goat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Either let him go or play him. But yeah, I think the, the, the thing is... From, from, Man United <laughs> have got him in prison right now. I, I think there's a lot of money at stake, which is why he's not moved. Clubs won't take him. If you re- The only thing I will say with Ronaldo is if he really wanted to go, take the pay cut. Well, but Chelsea wanted him, didn't they? Yeah, but that, apparently it was two shell that stopped that. And really? he's not even there anymore. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> that feels like a good fit to me. I think he could have Chelsea been a good fit Chelsea, uh, Chelsea yeah. Ronaldo feels a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just talk about, I know he's touched on Haaland. It's come out today in the press that he's on £900,000 a week. Um, as I said to you, Reese, with only a £52 million mm-hmm. transfer fee, mm-hmm. you know, even if they pay him over five years, mm-hmm. you know... It's still cheaper than the transfer fee. If if you think it will save the money in in the transfer fee over the time because they've just invested in the player instead, like you look at the money that is going around now for some player transfers, like in comparison to Mbappe, it it, it seems a bargain, especially with how much they paid to keep him just at the club. I mean, he's 52 million a year, isn't he? Put it it over four years, 250 million plus Mm -hmm. the 50. He's a 300 million sign in. They're probably going to get 130 million of that back when he goes. So, shirt sales, Champions yeah. League, you'll fire him to a Champions League. Mm-hmm. Scored 18 goals? Yeah, 18 goals already. We're not I mean, even in. We've just gone into October. It's ridiculous. Only injury stops him. Yeah, that's that's the worry I've got. That's why I think when you've got to look at a record, he's not. it's not like the same injury. It's like muscle tear. Uh, you can see. Excuse me, you can see why though he's explosive, mm-hmm. isn't he? Over ten oh yards, no, yeah, but for the guy, for the size, and he is like if I could run at it, because I'm I'm around the same height, I could run at his side. I'd be I'd be content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Phil Foden, nice to see him get a hat trick for England mm-hmm. from an England perspective. Mm-hmm. Still makes them tick, doesn't he? But I think the the real, you know, the real superstar is KDB. Oh yeah, the balls he delivers are, are phenomenal. Some of the ball, like it's just so pinpoint. And he's not even... The, the thing that makes you so excited to... Like, I never used to watch Man City because I thought it was boring. But now, with Haaland up top, some of the like the balls that come through, like he doesn't even look half the time. Yeah, K, KDB, when he clipped that one for the goal where Haaland slid in and mm-hmm. on his studs, to, to whip it round that little wall mm-hmm. is exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll sort of... I mean, Man City are champions this year, no doubt, Reese. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I know you're back in Spurs. But I, I think wrong. it will take... I, the when question they, is can it, they win the Champions League that's the question that's the question and then the other one is there's always this are they going to go unbeaten you asked me eight weeks ago it was like don't be daft I took this bet that I had a mate who was absolutely adamant they would go unbeaten and now we're, we're we're into game week 10 and it's kind of like okay we're still we still haven't got to a third away through the season but they look ridiculous the two chances I've had where they could have lost they didn't. They come back. We'll quickly um, nip through the, the potential scores this weekend. We know mm-hmm. people like to put an anchor on, especially <laughs> with your selections, Reese. Um, this is the most uninspiring game of the weekend: Bournemouth versus Leicester. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think Bournemouth are going to win it. I think Bournemouth will win. I'm going to go with a with a with a. a I think it's going to be a close one. I'll say two-one Bournemouth. Both teams leak goals. 
I, I could see James, a two-one. James Madison's in such great form that mm-hmm. I think he drags Leicester along to an away win there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea Wolves, quite looking forward to this one. Yeah, I think it's straightforward as that. I think Wolves will play well, but I think Chelsea will do enough. So I think two-nil Chelsea, clean sheet. Wolves, okay. Wolves are terrible on the road. Uh, I won't ask who wins this. I'll just ask how many does he score? <laughs> Harland versus Southampton, Man City. Do you know I was looking through this earlier, and 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 Southampton's record against Man City in recent times is 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 pretty good. They're quite usually defensively stout against Man City. Um, I, I think I don't think it'll be many. I think Harland will will score, but I don't think it'll be a high scoring game. I, I'll go two nil Man City. I'm having seven one there. <laughs> um, Newcastle Brentford. Newcastle are wobbly at home. It's one thing about Newcastle that just bugs me that they can't seem to get the job done at home. They'll go out, they'll go on the road and win four one. But I could see this being a one nice all draw. green and white kit. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go over one all draw. I think Brentford might have something in them to get a point. And then the uh, the derby, Brighton versus Spurs. <laughs> um, I think Brighton don't look too bad. I mean, we've only had one game under Deserby, but. Well, I'm going to say Tottenham are going to win it. I'm going to go with 2-1 Tottenham. I think it'll be tight, though. Dirtiest game of the weekend Pal- uh, on Sunday, Palace-Leeds. That's a Sunday game? Sunday. Um, I'm going to go with with with, with a with a two-all draw with Patrick Bamford scoring both the leads. I think Palace get off to uh, back to winning ways and win 3-1. Uh, West Ham-Fulham. I think straightforward West Ham win that. I think 3-1. I, I'm going to go with the draw. Fancy Fulham there. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got the, the game of the weekend, probably Arsenal versus Liverpool. Uh, I I think this could be quite a high-scoring affair in terms of Arsenal. I just, I just don't like Liverpool at the moment. They're just leaking goals left, right and centre. So I, I think let's go really exciting scoreline. I could see it being like a 4-2 or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't back against that. I, I'm going to go Arsenal win. I think it could be 4-5-2 as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, final game of the weekend would be Everton-Man United. I'm told there's a bit of needle in this one. I don't really know why. It's because Everton have got quite good form against United. Just, I think it's one of them where... I think United have only won once in the last seven games against Everton. So it's one of them where Goodison Park, it can get on top of you. But I think United will be wanting to come back and, and bounce back instantly. They've got... Players coming back. They've got Rashford, who's who's back. They've got um, Martial, who scored two last week, who's back. I think Everton could struggle. Bam, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with with United win. I think United will just scrape it. I'm going Everton win 2-1. Mm-hmm. Um, got a couple of minutes left, Reese. Thanks very much for that. Uh, ultimate fan news, anything people should look out for? Um I've had a look through. Like, there's definitely. I think the, the, so. There's there's very limited gold one cards left. So there's four left in packs, but there's none left in the silver packs. So if you want them, you've got to chance the the position packs. Now, I had a go at that. wasn't great. Um, but if you're willing to take a chance on a, a 250 coin pack and and land yourself a a card that at the moment, I think like the two left are Kevin De Bruyne. Was uh, Salah in there? No, Salah's all gone. Gone now. All gone. All gone. The two left are De Bruyne. There's two De Bruyne's. And Trent Alexander-Arnold, there's two. It's KDB at the moment. It's the big hit. You, I've seen him go for about 7,000 coins this week. Who, who is the most transferred? Is it a Haaland's like rocking horse? It's, they're so rare now that when they're put on the market, I think people are putting them up for like 15,000 coins. And um, they go. And 
I think they do go, yeah. You see people buying it. It's just, I said it three weeks ago that he was available for two and a half thousand coins. I was like, you need, if you've got the coins, you need to buy him because he'll just, he'll just be doing this all season if he's on the pitch. Love that. Um, God, 45 minutes flown by. Um, <laughs> we, we'll be back in the uh, the studio next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to try and get a double header in next week. We keep saying it. We want to build <laughs> build the episodes up. And um, I'm 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 away, aren't I? I'm, I'm on work mm-hmm. in America next week. We've got to work out. Can we dial me in? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll work it out. I'll have a look through and we'll figure it out. Okay, we're going to get dialed in next week. Hope everybody <laughs> has um, a fun uh, weekend of uh, punting. Stay safe, gamble responsibly, whatever you're doing, um, and make sure you tune in next week um, for some more football and and general chit chat between Reese and I see you next week